This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. My talkers, it is a beautiful Monday here. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia on October 4th. We've got a nice hour ahead for you guys here. It's Monday, which means that one of my favorite segments, Sex Monday, is coming up. We've got Holly in for the Dirt Alert and some good Hollywood news for you guys. Uh, Yeah, we do. So um, I know somebody in Hollywood who's not too happy today. Um, Well, there might be a few people in Hollywood, but Patty Jenkins might be fuming because, you know, happened? she hated releasing Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max and in theaters on the same day because Venom, Let There Be Carnage, mm-hmm. is killing it at the box office. No streaming option. Yep. $90 million. That's Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As like the, he looks like Spider-Man, kind of, but he's like a good, good bad guy. It's I like Venom. I, I like too. the series. I love it. I'm I excited really like for it. the second one, too. And you're here. right, Lori, because four weeks ago, she said um, films on streaming services are like fake movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And boy, did that movie not do very good. Well, it was it oh. wasn't good either. Let's no. be honest. It wasn't as good as it the wasn't, first one. It wasn't, and it was like really two wasn't. and a half hours long or something crazy. Something. No one liked it. it and terrible. I know David Chase wasn't happy about The Many Saints of Newark, but he should be glad that that was on streaming because that did absolutely garbage at the movie theater. It did $5 million. That's it. That's it. Wow. Okay, how did how did So Venom Let There Be Carnage 90 million. What about Shang? The Adams Family 18 million. Okay. The Adams Family 2 the cartoon Shang-Chi and the Legend of the 10 Rings. That's still hanging in there. That got 6 million. Glory, it's so, so good. good in a movie theater. Yeah, um Candyman's still doing stuff and Dear Evan Hansen has tanked No Time to Die has just been released overseas. It's made 119 million. It's going to do so well. It'll do really well. And so, um, um, yeah, and that is not streaming. That's just in the theaters. But um, someone sent us a note. We were talking about, you know, people didn't like the movie Dear Evan Hansen. And a couple of people sent us up. They really liked the movie. So, yeah, sometimes I think a Broadway show doesn't translate to a movie. Right. And I think what people might have had a hard time with. What I've read about it is the idea of this kid pretending to be the best friend of a kid who took his own life. Yeah. That is so awful. It it really, when you think about it, the storyline is kind of... It's just... It's. I'll I'll never go and see that movie. A hitch in it. It's a real hitch in this, like, what kind of a psychopath does that? And then gets in with the parents... When you're so vulnerable, right? At that, so, so just the, basically the story has a big <laughs> hole in it. I I forgot, and I went and saw the play, and I loved the play, um, but I totally forgot that that wasn't what it was about. 
Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because my it. sister was wondering about seeing that. And I said, you're not going to want to go and no, see this I movie. Oh, God. Okay. Um, this is not going to be your movie. Mm-mm. You have had a boy that's taken yes. his own life. This is not going to be your movie. Right. Um, it's not some light, fluffy thing. And maybe it just doesn't translate. But um, anyway, yeah, Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson. and Woody looks fantastic. He's the villain, right? Or yes. the, yeah, yeah that, I think I, so. I'm, I'm surprised. I, just, I know you like your these type of movies, but I'm surprised this one. Tom Hardy. I you, love Tom Hardy. I was going to say, I have a crush on I Tom love. Hardy. We do oh. since, what was his show, Lori, that we didn't? Um, He's had a couple no, of No, that one, that shows. crazy one that we liked. With Tom Hardy? Yeah. A drama that he yeah. was in? Yeah. A series? Yes. Was it the taboo? Piece? Taboo. Yeah, taboo. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And that never came back. <laughs> it never came back. And, and it, it was left so, on a cliffhanger. So good. Yeah. Anyway, but the people at Sony are oozing black, hot black ooze all over the place. They're very, very happy I'm today. excited for that one, yeah. So, and, uh, you know. I love it that people are going to the movie theaters. They are. <laughs> they are. And then Reg, uh, Reggae Jean Page got some kind of I know exciting... He did. News. Um, he was the breakout role as Lord Hastings in Bridgerton last winter. There were calls for him to be the first J- black James Bond. Uh, you know, all kinds of people were like, uh, let's get him cast in a movie. And he did film um, he was the in Dungeons the- and Dragons. Yeah. And then an- Wasn't it another movie. The that Gray he filmed, One. The Gray Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With um, Ryan Reynolds yes. and our beautiful Gosling. So, Ryan Gosling. Yes. Because Gray Man is a series, it's a CIA thing, and if it's a hit, this will be Ryan Gosling's, like, his Mission Impossible. Yes, got it. Because there's, like, seven books. But tell me about the new casting, because I know what this is. Okay, so he... Tell everyone else. He's going to be in a Netflix movie. Um, It'll be produced by Noah Hawley, who does... um, The Fall. The Fall. The Fall, he wrote the book The Fall, mm-hmm. and also Fargo. Yeah, He's done all those. And Completely Ru- different books. Yeah, the Russo brothers are doing it, and um, it's going to be Reggae John Page's uh, second time working with the Russo brothers because they directed him in The Gray Man. Okay. And um, they also did Lupin, which we were oh. crazy for that show. Oh, Grant, Such if you've never seen show. Lupin... I'm I at- started it. I We got a couple episodes in. And, and then the- you got derailed by something else. Yeah, there's so it's, many things on right it's now. So, that one, oh. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, what is a, a gentleman thief. A gentleman what? thief yeah. and great acting, and mm. it's just two seasons, only five episodes in each season. It's It's quite, quite good, but... Uh, reggae, we don't really know too much more about except that Noah Hawley is on fire mm-hmm. um, and the Russo brothers are on fire and reggae John Page. So it, that's all we really know is it's going to be a heist thriller. I feel like that's enough. Okay, so I want to mm-hmm. go back to Venom because you were talking about how it killed it in the box office yeah. with Tom Hardy. So here's another example of critics versus audience. Yeah. Okay, so... Almost um, 360 critics reviewed Venom. Oh, they probably hated it. 30%. But over 2,500 people have reported in who saw it, 81%. Yeah. So this is just another, you really... That's why you can't go wrong watching the Squid Game, because that's 100% on both sides. It is, exactly. But <laughs> critics some people, and audience. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It is exactly right. By the way, our Joan Collins has written a book. She's got a memoir. 
Did you know this? Is it part two? Didn't might be, did? might be. I think it's called did. My Unapologetic Diaries. Oh, thank goodness. And it is full of uh, lovely Alexis Carrington worth cattiness. She said From about Dynasty. Lin- Linda Evans. Um, oh, gosh, those two. She said, um, are you supposed to ignore somebody when they come in with tape on their eyelids, she writes? Um <laughs> Uh, she said every one of the other actors were walking around going, what do you think she had done? What do you think she had done? I'm like, eyelid surgery. Why else? Right. And then um, and then she also writes, and these lips that people are doing, oh. they look ridiculous. I'm sorry. And if people want to go around looking like that, I'm going to laugh on it. Laugh at it. And she then went on to say this about, right, about the Kardashians. The Kardashians, we all talk about it. Have you ever been in a hairdresser's? Like, the Kardashians are always the topic. Kris Jenner, their mother, is a good friend of mine. I don't want to be rude about her children. But there's an awful lot of surgery going on there. And I've talked to my friends about it. And as I'm sure you know, you can't have that kind of a bottom and that kind of a tiny waist. You can't. That is all injectables. Or surgery or and lipo everything and implants no and you want to know what that's funny because because first of all how old is Joan like Joan is eighty eight she 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 looks amazing yeah that is an aging goal and Helen Mirren um, Holly posted a photo of her on our show page today she looks amazing it just is so fun to see these women. You can look great for your age, or you can just try and chase the age that you're not. And that was what I was talking about. This person I saw at the Eagles concert with everyone our age, and then this she looked like she was a bad science project with the the cheek injections and the lips, and she's dumb. Well, it's like Sharon Stone. Holly posted Sharon Stone doing some kind of, like, she's still in the south of France. She's doing a photo shoot. She's wearing a bizarre... Was, yeah, it'll be some kind, top or it'll something. Be whatever, some kind of an ad. But you know, she, she and Madonna are the same age, and you have. I'm sure that Sharon Stone has had something done. I don't sure. know what, but whatever it is, she looks like herself. It's just the difference. And then Madonna looks like a, a like doesn't an, look anything like an egg her. that a face was painted on. Yeah. She looks so bizarre. Yeah, it's it bothers us. And then Collins takes a swing at Sophia Loren. She says Sophia Loren's lo- teeth look like they've been carved out of ivory. Okay. So <laughs> she said but yes, yeah, she's alive, but we're not bosom buddies and it's <laughs> really she's never going to speak to me again and that's true. I want to read. I want to. I want to know what those two had a feud over. Who, who knows? But you know that is they true. might have been up for some of the same parts. Sure. I don't know. I could see that. But the other thing about that is when people get new choppers that don't go to a good dentist and they're too white, they look silly. Or they're too big. big. You know whose lip, whose teeth were too big? The girl in who in Nine Perfect Strangers that Australian. Those were veneers that were put on her Samira weaving. I think that was her name. They put those on her to deliberately look like that. She was like an Instagram rich person who went to. That was a deliberate look. She looks ridiculous. That was part of her. I got it. I didn't know that. Exaggerated look. Didn't know that. Samara Weaving. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, and and, uh, let's see. Oh, I was just going to tell you that Jackson Brown uh, was the entertainment last night at the tender. Uh, bar, bar when they were doing the the or the movie is called the Tender Bar where they screen George Clooney's new movie starring um, 
I guess Ben Affleck stealing all the scenes well, and could find himself in best supporting Oscar race category because it's based on a best selling memoir yes. of a young man from Long Island fulfilling his dream to become a writer. I'd say more. This is Roger Freeman, but reviews are embargoed until October 10th. And Affleck did the red carpet. Lily Rabe, who Rab or Rabe, right. she's in American Horror Story, daughter of Joe Clayburgh. She's in it, and uh, Christopher Lloyd. And um, the anyway, book was a national bestseller for years. Yeah, yeah, it was. So anyway, he wowed the crowd. Jackson Brown, he performed. He well, he's there. coming here with James Taylor. Oh, that would be a that's great, a great lineup. show, right? No, there. that's at the XL. Oh, yeah. We gave away tickets. I, we, you're right. We gave away tickets, remember? I would not be surprised if Donnie Love is going to that concert. Well, I want to go to that concert. Do you want to go? Well, I totally want to go. Let's uh, make some phone calls, Julia. Let's get, <laughs> and we also got to get going. It's time for the Dirt Alert. All right. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Good afternoon. It's Monday. What do you got for us? Well, it's definitely been a Monday of a Monday for Facebook and Instagram. They're back online after a six-hour outage. Mm -hmm. Jeez, Mm -hmm. coincident that that happened after the 60 Minutes, the whistleblower interview? Lots of money lost today. Yeah. Yeah. So the chief technology officer of Facebook apologized for the issues over on Twitter Mm. and said that the downtime was due to unspecified networking issues. Now, there were reports on Twitter that Facebook was sending people to some of their servers in California to try to manually reboot, essentially a giant unplugging and replugging back in. Did Anonymous have anything to do with this or was this I, did Facebook I, self-sabotage? I can't believe they would I do don't, that. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it, it's easy. It's really easy in this case to go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy yeah. theories. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to you because I see you have <laughs> half of your tinfoil hat on leftover from from Colleen and Bradley. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's always halfway on. Yeah, it's always halfway. like a, a kind of on a side stance mm-hmm. over on my head. But, you know, by all means, I, there's not a lot of answers right now about what was going on. Twitter was very funny. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Twitter was fantastic. You know, recommend going over to Twitter and seeing the reactions. But, yes, you know, like you said, the 60 Minutes whistleblower report that aired last night. That was jaw-dropping. Mm-hmm. The uh, ongoing investigation that the Wall Street Journal has been doing based on off of the information that the whistleblower gave to uh, Mm -hmm. the Wall Street Journal. It's not good. It's not good because, like, Facebook has perpetuated so much of the misinformation and the anger and the... I mean, families have been driven apart Mm -hmm. by the stuff going on with COVID and the vaccine and everything. Really, it has. I I don't know anyone who doesn't have at least someone that they're not speaking to anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and one of the things you learn about from... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The 60 Minutes piece and from this whistleblower and you, you take a deep dive into the algorithms and the way that Facebook is set up and that it thrives on conflict. It thrives yeah. on fighting. Yes. yes. That's know? why I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really gross. Yeah. It's really gross. And, you know, we don't have time to get into no. more other gross things mm-hmm. that Facebook is doing. But please, you know, if you have the time, definitely take the time to watch that 60 yeah. minutes piece. It's very eye opening. Very eye opening. If you have a subscription to the Wall Street Journal, read some of the investigative reporting they've been doing over there. It's very important. And it will probably make you reflect on your own social media use. Mm hmm. There you go. Katie Couric has been banned from selling her book over at CBS. What? <laughs> She's been banned from plugging her book on CBS. Wow. Well, she doesn't say nice things about them. Well, she doesn't experience. say nice things about anybody. She Who is going to interview understand. her? We can't understand this. Yeah. So apparently, um, CBS News chiefs and producers read this tell-all book called Going There from Katie Couric. And they've decided that they're going to give it a hard pass. They're not going to be doing any plugs with Katie Couric. What on earth was she thinking? We don't know. Yeah, it's really fascinating that, you know, we're getting these tidbits. Now, there might be more context in the book going there about her opinions of her life and journalism. But we're getting the really salacious pieces. We're getting these little tidbits that are making us go, why? Mm -hmm. I, I would be pissed at my publisher for letting so much leak. She wrote it. I, I, yeah, she wrote she, it. There's nothing just, about leaking. Julia. I know, but why is she, she so wrote dumb? This book. Because, I don't understand. Because she maybe has been around all these awful men that she's standing up for and thinking she could get away with saying some of she this. She must stuff. have an amazing ego. <sighs> well, I actually yes, Julia. It's, ego. it's her ego right now that drove this. Like I'm fine. I'm just one. Oh, it's stupid. Well, it's interesting because it's kind of going against this public image that has been curated around Katie Couric that mm-hmm. she was a version of America's sweetheart. Right. And the perception, at least my perception of this going there, is that going there is probably more akin to Katie Couric's actual personality than anything that we were packaged and sold back at her height at the Today Show. Mm. So, you know, going there. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be on NBC. I mean, no. maybe ABC will have her. I have no idea, but I am really curious to wondering what she was thinking. I mean, Deborah Norville told the New York Post she was hurt and completely bewildered that she wrote what she wrote about her. Sure, that she was a perfectionist. Yeah, and that, uh, you know, maybe had a hand in getting rid of her. Mm-hmm. And for me, the thing is what she writes about Matt Lauer, defending Matt Lauer. And her no office was right next door to him. And that she said, oh, he was just charming and could charm the pants off anybody. He raped yeah, Meredith Vieira's assistant. Yeah. And she was so ashamed because she went drunkenly to his room because he said he had her pass. I mean, I'm sorry, Matt Lauer. Why would you defend him? Yeah, not a good look. Not, Not a good look. She's she's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Oh, Katie Couric. Let's move on to something that uh, is happening over in the world of Playboy. Oh. Playboy's first ever gay male cover star is posing oh, for Playboy. It? Uh, it's a it's an influencer named Bretman Rock. He's twenty three. 
lives in Hawaii and covers the digital issue in a Playboy bunny costume. Oh, yes. there. I have to look. It's quite a fun photo. Um, it's a classic Playboy outfit that they used to wear at the Playboy Club. Kind of dressed up for 2021. Got the combat boots and fishnet tights. And it looks fabulous. And we know because the listener told us those those bunny tails, six pounds. What? On those costumes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I had no idea. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> was like, they knew somebody was a Playboy man. They're like, those bunny tails were six pounds. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, uh, Bretman first found fame on YouTube and on Vine. Also was on a reality show this year on MTV called MTV Following Bretman Rock. You know, I think I've I've watched some influential videos, like influencing kind of stuff. Yeah. So go over there and go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, other news, Netflix has set a $5.4 million Chadwick Boseman scholarship at Howard University. So they have established this scholarship in the late actor's name, and uh, it's going to be available very soon at the College of Fine Arts, which they renamed after Chadwick Boseman. So nice news for Netflix Mm -hmm. and nice news for kids who are looking to get a little scholarship from Howard University. Uh, Erica Jane's lawyers are actively talking about settling a $25 million lawsuit that says that she took money from Tom Girardi's law firm and funneled it into her own company, EJ Global. Mm hmm. Do you think that she's going to be settling sooner than later? Well, well I don't she, know where the, her money uh, is, but yeah. the thing the the thing is is that uh, uh, boy, I don't know. I, I can believe they're actively talking about it, but I'm just actively wondering where they're getting the money. Oh my goodness! Right, right. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. And you know, a little inside baseball that's going to affect TV and movies, it's that the International Association of Theatrical Stage Employees has voted to approve a strike authorization. So that means if they are striking, they're going to shut down film and TV production across the country. Now, this passed with a 98.7% support vote, a 90% turnout in the vote of the union. So people are really showing up. You know, the pandemic, COVID has changed a lot of things and people are kind of tired of crappy working conditions on TV and film mm -hmm. sets. That's good. Now, talks have been stalled between the union and then the M-A, excuse me, A-M-P-T-P. They're fighting it out, but it might mean no TV. Mm-hmm. No movies. Oh, God, fix it right away, please. <laughs> we can't handle this. Oh, so. Well, we have a lot to watch right now. There's I a know, lot but I offer. hate to run out. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. All right. But yeah, I hope they get I hope they get what they want. They probably have been getting screwed over. Yeah, so we shall see how that turns out. Well, that's the dirt today. Thanks, Holly. Doja Cat says here, I like the way you move. Kiss me more. It's Monday, which means it's time for. So fun how much you like this brand. I love it. <laughs> Let's talk about sex now. Daddy would just be. Sound Pepper is coming in vogue. New kids on the block. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that that was announced today, um, June 14th, 2022. But mm-hmm. the tickets go on sale this Friday morning. They have so many good songs. At Excel. I know. They and really. That's a great song. They okay. really, really do. Okay, so this really could be a theory, a duh, and a sex Monday. But basically, basically um, doing some studies on, uh, you know, swipe swiping at first sight okay. about what, uh, what online daters are looking. Uh, we decide in within a second. I believe it. Within a second. Uh, because... Uh, Basically, we like people who like us. Yeah. And we like people who, um, we like how they look. And we decide that instantly. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, that is it.
Um, we judge the book by its cover. 100%. The oh, attractiveness yes, we do. of the person is the number one reason. And within a split second, we uh, will determine whether or not we'll accept a date. So, well, first you even decide if you even are willing. Yeah. Yeah. To but have a I conversation. Mean, right. But to accept I mean, just, a text. <laughs> exactly. But you decide oh, 100%. A half second. Based, that's why we've begged, especially our guy friends, to take down their fish pictures. <laughs> because true. they are rock blocking themselves. Yeah. Quite a few people out there um, think it's okay to be married and have a side sus relationship. That's well, I mean, mm-hmm. this is why they have separate dating sites mm-hmm. for those. Oh, no, people. they do it on the popular ones oh, too, they but do? they don't show a picture, they just show something and say, hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's uh, they're now studying how online daters respond to people who swipe right on their profile, and so far, results reveal that people who like a profile first are more likely to be accepted by that person regardless of an unappealing profile or if the person is not attractive just because we like someone who likes us sometimes. So that just depends, you know. You know the weirdest questions that have mm-hmm. been coming up on these things lately? This was published in Science Direct. Yeah, FYI. is mm-hmm. like, what are you looking for on this? What are you looking for? Yeah, what are you looking for? That's so dumb. Yeah, I know it. Hi, I'm so and so. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Looking for a long term relationship, someone to do stuff with. What and then this, that's the, the first question. Yeah. What are you looking for? Yeah. How long have you been divorced? And does this site work? I'm like, yeah, maybe. What you. am I? I might be looking for you. <laughs> no, I'm like, what am I? You know, your therapist, right? Yeah. I just was like, I, that's what is this, lazy. That's laziness. And then I'm having this little conversation, little thing, and so I said, well, you know, you like to travel so much. What's some of your favorite places to go? No favorites. And I thought, well, no comment back from me. Yeah. I mean, no what a lazy. I that's, mean, people are lazy. They want you to do all the work. And yeah. It's just like, ah. That's, would you say that's the most frustrating thing about online dating? The, well, when you, you both agree, okay, I like how you look. I like how you look. look. Click. And then you're supposed to do the next thing. And someone says hi or someone. Yeah. And, and then the next question is, um, what are you looking for? And, and does, how long have you been on here? It's like, yeah. I didn't want to talk to you because that's minutes, so lazy. I don't know in 10 minutes. Just give sarcastic <laughs> I, think, I think, I mean, it's the, dumbest, it's the dumbest question you ever get in your life. Yeah. Well, maybe because they're, like you said, it's kind of a lazy thing so bouncing lazy. the work on you. So that's why you just give maybe funny small yeah. answers. I've been on totally. here 10 minutes and I'm looking for you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, here is a little something for you guys. Um Nearly half of older adults say their bedroom uh, life is much better now that they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Because one in, peop- one in eight people over 50 are getting frisky under the sheets five times a week oh, because their kids are gone. 100%. Because mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yep, three quarters of people notice the change in their sex life compared to when they were younger. In fact, forty-five percent say um, yes. Maybe they were most sexually active in their thirties, as far as maybe different people or having whatever. Sure. But one in eight Americans over the age of fifty are having sex five times a week. Lucky them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, it's if you have a partner, why not? Yeah, it improves drastically when the kids get out of the Mm -hmm. house, and um, and of course, the most popular place continues to be the bedroom, you guys, because it's also the most comfortable. It is, (laughs) I mean, all those little fun things about the countertops and the tables and and all that staircase and the the laundry room. Yeah. Not that comfortable. People want to be comfortable and not get Charlie horses or cramps. Or Countertops can be cold and chilly. Oh, my God. And then you got to make sure that for sure they're clean. Right. And, and a carpeted stairway will give a girl or a guy a, a rug, rug burn. burn. There you go. Right on your tailbone, which right. takes a long time to heal. Speaking from experience, I'm thinking. Uh, oh, yes. yeah. Oh, I got an epic rug, rug burn one time. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Um, okay, so that's that's just the, so just know that you know your sex life is really going to ramp ramp up in the bleep it fifties. Now, I love it. They did another study on when do men and women really love to have sex? What is the best time? Morning wood versus evening coziness. What do you think it is? If evening. you're in a heterosexual relationship might not match up with your partner because according Both. to a survey found Both. that the peak time for women is at night. That's when they uh-huh. like it. And men like it in the morning. If they don't have anything going on. Yeah. They, I like it at night. The morning. I just don't feel, I'm, I feel like I got the breath going and everything. It's like at night you get, it's just like a nice way to end the night. And it's a mm-hmm. good way to fall asleep. There you it go. It's an excellent way to fall asleep, but, but don't forget to go to the bathroom. That's, for a woman. that's right. <laughs> that's always the issue. You gotta, you can't you gotta fall asleep. You gotta pee after you have sex. That is for mm-hmm. sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's why she always goes. Okay. You have to. No, You'll you get a bladder infection. You can get a bladder infection. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's know. just a Even thing. if you just have to go a little nope, bit. No, you have to go to the bathroom. In the old days, they might have douched. <laughs> I remember I seeing my... I never was in a douching... No, no, we're that, too we're young too for young that. For but my douching. grandmother, I remember, had a pink douche bag. Summer's Eve. <laughs> no, but she had the bag with the nozzle. And this Stop. came up This came up in the Saints of Newark when we're watching it. And Ray Liotta's character, Hollywood Dick... What a name. I know. It kind of HD gets sure. rough with his new bride from Italy because she left her douche bag in the bathroom <laughs> over the thing. And I remember at my, at my grandma's a- house when my dad went to the Philippines <laughs> for a year right. and my mom and my two sisters and I lived with my grandma and I was like in kindergarten. Oh, no. And my grandma, first of all, my grandma, Bartlett, she worked at walgreens in the cosmetic counter and i just thought she was beyond glamorous oh yeah and she had an all pink tile bathroom and oh, i and there as pink, many still do yeah i yeah, had but, one up until about a year ago right, actually f- very 50s yes, 50s the whole way out yeah and i remember asking my mom about this <gasps> bag they almost look like hot water bottles yes, yes. They look like, and that's oh what my, my mom told me yes. it was i didn't know until Years later, because it had a long hose yes. on it, and I asked my mom, and she said, "Grandma Fudge uses that on her <laughs> knees or her feet sure. from standing all day at Walgreens." Because I've like, never even seen. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. A douchebag. Oh, but and of course but now you can just pee, and basically you're you're fine. You're douching yourself. Okay, Lily, you Lily uses the term bird bath. Every bird bath. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> a little much information, but right, know. right. Yeah. So anyway, okay, so getting back to the thing. So really, it's not, we're really not too far off. So what do men prefer? So men, 6 a.m. to 9 is 
by 31% of men, but then also 25% of men, like 9 to midnight. So pretty close. Women, 34%, 9 to midnight. Otherwise, 6 to 9 if you can fit it in. So we're really... Heterosexual couples are very in sync. in sync. And I think if you're going to have morning sex, it usually maybe you're on vacation. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or something like that because sometimes, or it's the weekend. Yeah, exactly. It's, you yep, know, yep. kind of some not easy to be easy on a weekday morning for everybody lot going on mm-hmm. and you want people to be present right, right. not thinking about their Work. morning meeting right. <laughs> or the list at the grocery store exactly you know none of these things or how to get to the workout on time right or, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things so anyway all right well that's what we have for sex monday with a detour down douche canoe late <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. Want to give a little shout out to Kelly Rippa and her husband, Mark. Uh, Ryan must be on vacation tomorrow. Laundry guy, Patrick, our laundry evangel- evangelist. is going to. He's back in New York. He's going to be on the show. She really? was just on. Well, earlier when the book came out, that was this spring. Yeah, was it that long? Yeah, ago? it was that long. So we he's, need him to be back on our show too. He's, oh. he's on. She really liked him, and that show is, I think, on Channel Eleven at eleven o'clock. I watched a little bit of them this morning before I left here, and she was really cute. How she was flirting with Mark, and you know, they're, they're telling stories together. about their, how they first met and yep. how they got all hot and spicy. It was a nice. I, I had never seen them do the show together. Oh yeah, so oh, that yeah, was cool. Good. Yeah. yeah, I like I like their chemistry. They're very yeah. cute together. So anyway, I saw that before. Facebook went down today, Patrick, uh, letting people know, so the laundry guy. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so, all right, so last night's game, Lori, you mentioned the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, really Tom Brady against Bill Belichick, you know, the old team. million people watched that's a like, four-hour game. That's mm-hmm. like huge numbers. So tonight, and I wanted to get your input on this, Grant, the Los Angeles Chargers host the Las Vegas Raiders. Is this going to be another big one? Not nearly Not, what that one was. I right. mean, that was, I think, the f- largest watched Sunday night football game in nine years. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think it's been around for about 12. So, I mean, it, it nothing will compare to Tom Brady going back to sure. Foxborough, the house that he built. Right. Six right. championships with, and everybody wanted to know, you know, everybody's still waiting for Bill to win one without Tom. Tom has won one without Bill. Did you notice the kind of awkward hug, hug Bill that Belichick gave him? That it was, was a, a very, very quick, short, but that's who he is, though. If you know, if you 
is, he okay. is that he's not is emotional. He is. Yeah, he's okay. not going to like hug him, pat him on the back and say, hey, great job. He's just a very stoic individual. So that oh. was kind of expected. All right. But still a little awkward because you figured with all those years and all well, those Robert championships. Robert Kraft gave him like this huge hug. And yeah. I was like, Bill God. Belichick feels like he's cold. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, they, second, he th- he's second fiddle to Tom Brady, where Kraft just knows, hey, I own the team. I got money and he made me a lot of yeah. money. So I'm going to yeah. give you a big hug. You know? Yeah. I know Casey was like, I got to sit up and watch the last five minutes of this well, game. Well, it was a good game. It was a great I mean, game. The, I can't tell you how boring that Vikings Someone game was. Someone tweeted us and said, you thought it was boring at home? You should have been at the game. I could have oh, fallen asleep in my seat. I was invited. My friend invited me, but I had gotten just the first rights to host the, the family. Right. This is my very first year, Grant. Right, I like it. After gazillions of years to host the family. Right, right. So I'm like, no I, one wants to drive to Woodbury ever. from St. It's Paul. 20 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not even 20. No, it's 20. It's longer because of the Well, the construction. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now you know when I get to work and I'm so joyful. Right. Um, so, <laughs> but anyway, so I, I, I got invited and I'm like, I can't. I, uh, I have to turn this down. I got my first. Aren't you right. glad you didn't go? Oh my God, I would have, I can't, not even, it felt like they didn't get a first down grant. No, it yeah. was, it was a horribly, it was horribly gross planned out game. I mean, and, and what we, from what we got the last two weeks where they put up 35 points against yeah. Arizona and then they put up another 30 against St. Uh, the Seattle um, Seahawks, Seahawks, which aren't that good this year. Apparently. They're not that good this year, but they're still always a good team to mm-hmm. go up and put 30 up and 30 up. And everybody's saying this is a top five offense. And then you drive down, you look epically perfect in the that first, first drive yep the first drive and after that i know nobody really cares about sports but it was just terrible people well, do far, care about in my, sports in my experience it's classic vikings oh it was missing the field I, goals we didn't do any of that yeah because there wasn't even a chance well we had the, the sad part is is we did have two chances to tie that game yeah. and potentially win it so we kind of had that opportunity it was only 14 to 7 they drove down the field and field and on our last play of the game kirk cousins is getting Fruit. Tackled, practically sacked, and he just throws it in the end zone, and yeah. it was a, so yeah. we had a chance, but we knew nothing was going to happen. Nothing I mean, happen. it was. It's really because growing up, it would always we could always win. You knew just stay to the end. Somehow they'll pull it out. They'll pull it out, but uh, it was hard. That was a hard game. I just thought. I hope. I noticed my husband was in a bad mood when he it got was, home. Oh yeah, Lori, the whole third quarter, and it's at my house. I spent in my bedroom with my niece, who's our niece, who's getting married in two weeks, putting on dresses for her for trying on dresses for the wedding. Yep, I couldn't even watch it. I, I mean, was so bored. My son was sound asleep on the couch. You'll our do, nephew, you'll do anything to have somebody see you half dressed and trying on clothes. It's one of your favorite. <laughs> I things haven't to had do. a man see me naked lately, there so I go. at least had my niece. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Lori's such a brat. He's such a brat. You know, uh, but I might wear red. Oh, I have a dress I've never, ever worn. worn. Yeah, I had a red dress, but if you're wearing a red dress, I'm not wearing a red oh. dress. Well, it depends. I have to, I can't eat a lot for two weeks. Okay. So I'll let you know. So because- no ice cream and no carbs at night, all right? right. Oh, gosh. Heck got- away. Are right, you know what was fun yesterday was watching the Twin Cities Marathon. Yes. Oh, yeah. How'd so- that go? It was really, it was fun, you know. I've perfect always perfect weather, uh, perfect weather. I've always loved, you know, going over to Summit and watching the race. Yeah. And it was saw both mayors run by with their security on bikes on oh, either side stop. of them. That's hysterical. Yeah, for Jacob, we do have the young mayors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob Fry came by and he was running like a fast race, like maybe you know, like a three fifteen, three thirty, wow, that fast. And then um, Melvin, Melvin Carter. Carter came by maybe like. 15 minutes after he did, but he was like a sprinter 
in college, but he tweeted, that's my, it was great running my first and last ever marathon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but they really, you know, they didn't have prize money this year, so it was all oh. regular people who won the marathon. I mean, granted, good runners, but they didn't have, people like, coming elite in, runners, elite runners and stuff in. like okay. that. So, like, uh, the people that won, you know, just were... Um, so-and-so from Lakeville. Kind of. Love kind it. Of, or, I love it. Yeah. And it, so it was kind of fun. But the the guy that won the race, I can't remember what his name was, but he was so far ahead of everybody. I oh. mean, like maybe as much as five or ten minutes ahead oh, of his wow. second place. Okay. Guy, but it really was a nice day for Runners, I mean, they looked sweaty because by the time where I watch them, yeah, you watch they, them. They're coming they, up the hill. They're coming up Summit, yeah. and um, one time I ran that race. Well, I didn't run the race, but my friend ran it, and she met me at mile twenty-two. Nice. And I ran with her two blocks, about six blocks up to Snelling. Well, not a runner. Oh my gosh! But she was just like, "I'm going to need you those last four miles. I think are the hardest." But mm-hmm. so many people were out. Cow, I had my cowbell. That's we were just, so fun. It was just, yeah, it was just really fun to see. Isn't it nice to see crowds? It, nice to see so crowds, silly. and it was nice to see, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm a fan of uh, what the runners look like. There were a lot of hot, a lot of leg action, a lot of leg, leg right? action, a lot of hot, hot looking people out there running. Oh my gosh! So yeah, it was really a good running day for the them. pictures looked really fun yeah good for, that's I, so I think awesome. it, there were people there were bands up the street that's and, so awesome you know they had bleachers out and people were there because some food trucks and cool yeah it makes you kind of i just you know they let they then if you haven't finished running if you don't make it in by six hours they just they have a bus down. they take a bus you can jump on the bus or you can get on the sidewalk because right. the street is opening. It has to, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It must be, it must have been a Lollapalooza of masks, sweatshirts, and uh, long sleeve shirts because it was cold in the morning. Yes, it was. It usually... And you had to start with the mask on. So apparently there were hundreds of masks. Really? You're in the corral. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Of course. All right. Well, that wondering. makes sense. Yeah. So and I, then once you get out running, you take it off. And yeah. Just throw it so maybe the pro tip is if if you're in the back of the pack, don't even bother with the sweatshirt. I you learned- pick up one on the way. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. There you go. All right. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.